Good morning. On this, uh, another worship Sunday, this another worship day, uh, the third Sunday in the month of December, as we continue to travel toward the great celebration, the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This morning, I pray that you have your Bibles. And again, turn to the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 2. I preached last uh, Sunday from the same um, passage of Scripture, Matthew uh, chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. Last week, I talked about what shall I give him. Uh, I want to use the same passage, uh, but there's a second message out of this passage. Um, wise men seeking to follow Jesus. I want to talk about that this morning. Wise men seeking to follow Jesus. And I'm going to be lifting verses um, 1 through 2. But I asked in your study that you will reread again 1 through 11 um, to have understanding of the word this morning. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, said, Behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and I'll come to worship him. The focus verse of the message this week is verse number two, saying, where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and I'll come to worship him. You know, I would like to say this morning as we look at this topic, wise men seeking to follow Jesus. The first thing we have to understand is that wise men do not live just to seek material gain. Uh, wise men do not live uh, just to have fine jewelry and ride around in nice cars and beautiful homes and fame. Uh, wise men do not live just uh, for the sake of doing this time to purchase toys. No, no, the wise men in our sermon uh, text were wise. Uh, they were very wise indeed. So the question I asked this morning, uh, will we be wise this Christmas? Uh, will uh, we, if we do what the wise men did, will, will we be wise? And I believe the answer to that would be yes. Well, first of all, in order to understand the message this morning, we ask the question, just who were the wise men? The Bible states simply that they were from the east. It does not tell us how many there were. You know, early traditions say uh, 12 to 14. Um, later, uh, the number was limited to three uh, at some point to respond to the three gifts that they gave the baby Jesus, or really the toddler, when they found him. It does not tell us where they were from. Some say they were from uh, Chaldea, or Arabia, or Babylonia. Uh, the, the view which gained the most acceptance was that they were from Persia. The Bible only tells us about the direction from which they came. It does not tell us their occupation. Were they astrologers? 
Were they magicians? Uh, were they priests or kings? Uh, you, you remember the song, We Three Kings of Orient and Ah, bearing gifts, we travel so far, hills and mountains. You remember that Christmas song? We simply do not know for certain. What we do know about them was that they were wise. Uh, we have evidence to prove they were wise. A couple of things that I just want to share this morning uh, about Wise men seeking to follow Jesus. When we look at the wise men in the text, uh, there are a couple of things that, that stands out, and I'm going to cover those. I will cover those, and, 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 and I'll be out of your way this morning. The first thing, the first thing is they, they were wise because they followed the leadership of the Lord God. And somehow, somehow God spoke to them in their language and revealed to them that a, a greater one was being born. Historians tell us that uh, there, there was a, a hunger and expectation in that day and time for a Messiah. And, and that it was commonly held that this coming king or kings uh, would originate in the Holy Land of Israel. God wanted them to, to be involved in this great event. They were captivated and challenged by the appearance of a supernatural heavenly star that shone with splendor and majesty. They were determined to see the Messiah. Later, when, when they arrived in Jerusalem and appeared before Herod uh, the king, they, they, they followed the direction of the Lord as revealed in his holy word and sought out the Savior in Bethlehem of Judea as predicted by the prophet. Micah, uh, chapter 5, verse 2, says, But thou, Bethlehem, Ephrata, thou, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall come forth unto me that is to be a ruler in Israel, whose, whose uh, goings forth have been from old, from everlasting. So right there in the Old Testament prophet Micah, chapter 5, verse 2, uh, it had been prophesied that in Bethlehem, in Bethlehem that this new ruler would come, that would rule Israel. Matthew, chapter 2, verse 9, said, The star uh, which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. You see, there was something special about that star, that star that God sent, that star that God put before them. It reappeared to them and led them to the very spot uh, where the Christ was to be found. Will we be wise and let God lead us to Jesus this Christmas? Uh, if you don't know him, if you don't have that relationship, will you, will you allow God to place something in your life to lead you? To his son. You see, without God's help, none of us could ever find him. Uh, he, he, he must point the way. He will because he loves us. It is his desire that all of us would be saved. His, his, his desire that we would get to know his son. We must learn uh, to allow the Lord uh, to be our compass. In other words, we take our directions from him, from his word, from his Holy Spirit. 
Often we'll listen to what everybody else has to say and what everybody else has to tell us about to go left, right, back up, turn around. But we've got to learn how to listen for God. His word. His word is our roadmap. His word is our roadmap, and that's why we have to read his word, that we may stay on the right road. We must seek direction from him. Yeah, when we need direction. Sometimes we call on the wrong folks. We've got to learn how to call on God. And notice also that when they arrived, it says that they found the young child and his mother. Notice now, this, this babe that was born in Bethlehem is now no longer a babe in a manger. It's found to be a young child with his mother. Now, Jesus may have been up to two years old at that time. Now, the picture of the wise men at the, main, at the manger probably just isn't correct that we see in a lot of our um, Christmas um, displays. But I think it points to the fact that they, they were seeking to find the baby when we look at it from that perspective. That's why Herod had all the children to and under uh, slain. It, it had been calculated uh, what his approximate age was. The star was of God's making. It may have, it may have been through some natural occurrence, such as uh, the conjunction of two planets or a comet or a fallen star or a unique creation of God for this special occasion. Uh, whatever happened, God did it. And we have to believe God is able and God can do anything that God desires to do. However he designed it, he designed this star to be that guide to lead them, to lead them to his son. Secondly, secondly, uh, they were wise because they sought Jesus for the right reason. Yes, for the right reason. They were not seeking him to benefit themselves financially or to earn fame. Uh, they wanted to worship him and adore him as king of the world and universe. Friends, are you seeking Jesus for the right reason? Or do you seek him for your own benefit? Uh, we miss the meaning of Christmas if we seek him wrongly. Uh, like Herod, who really did not desire to worship him but really wanted to murder and kill him or kill him. Uh, we condemn ourselves if we follow him for the wrong reasons. Uh, we must follow him because we know that he first loved us. He loved us before we ever knew even how to love ourselves. We must follow him because he died for our sins. He was born to die for our sins. We must follow him because of his great grace and mercy. Yes, somebody ought to know that we've been living under grace and mercy. We've gone through a coronavirus, and we're still going through, and we're still here. That's grace and mercy. Not that we've been so better than anybody else who have succumbed to this, this, this disease, but grace and mercy has kept us. So not only that, but the third thing is they were wise because they gave Jesus the very best that they had. Matthew chapter 2, verse 11, it tells us, and when they were come, into the house. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him, notice the gifts, as I shared with you on last week, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Oh yes, they, they gave him the best that they had, the best that they had in that day. You see, it is important to note that they first gave themselves before they gave their gifts. Uh, they had come from a far way because they earnestly desired to see him. They sought him for the right reason. 
And when they sought him, they, they gave him their time. Well, they gave him their time when they started on the journey. Think about how long it took them to find him. They sacrificed their time. Not only that, but they made a sincere effort to see him and to get to know him. Because I'm sure on that journey there have been times when they wanted to turn around. There were times when they encountered some obstacles that they may have decided, is it worth it? Had to ask the question, or shall we move on? But they kept moving on. Uh, they made sacrifices to see him. Yes, we have to be like them. We have to make some sacrifices in our lives in order to get to know him and to know him better. Uh, they were not hindered by the obstacles that they had to endure. And even in our daily lives and in our walk of life, we're hindered sometimes when we're trying to do things that the Lord will have us to do. We're hindered sometimes when we're trying to do, do things that we know we ought to be doing. We are hindered sometimes. But we can't allow obstacles to hinder us. And the ultimate thing they did was they gave of themselves. And we've got to learn how to give ourselves to him. Not, 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 not part of us, not some of us, but, but all of who we are must belong to him. Yeah, we must be like the wise men who sought after Jesus. Before you can give God a gift, yeah, you must give him yourself. Uh, you must learn to give him your best. Uh, will we be wise this Christmas? Uh, we will if we will follow the leadership of the Lord and his word. Uh, if we seek him for the right reasons, and if we give him the best we have to give. And the best that we have to give comes back to the same thing, ourselves, our lives. Yes, he was born to die. He was born to go to an old rugged cross. He was born to hang from the sixth to the ninth hour. He was born to be stretched out wide. He was born to go to a grave. He was born to get up early one great Sunday morning with all power entrusted in his hand. And because he has all of that power that has been entrusted in him. Yes, will, will you seek him? Wise men seeking Jesus. They gave it their best. They gave it all that they had. But most of all, they gave themselves. Let us pray. God, we thank you for this uh, message this morning. Wise men seeking to follow Jesus. Help us to become wise that we may follow him despite any obstacles that may come, that we may get to know him, that we will love him and give all of us ourselves to him. We pray for those who have been listening. We pray, Father God, if there's anybody who have yet to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, if they've yet to seek him, if they've yet to try and follow him, that the journey will start right now. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So those of you that are listening, if you've yet to accept Jesus Christ, you can accept him right where you are. And as always, after accepting Jesus Christ, don't let anybody tell you anything different when you confess with your mouth and believe with your heart uh, that he lived and died for your sin and that he's risen and that he lives, you are saved. You are saved. There's no other ritual you have to go through. A baptism is just an, an, outer, an outer appearance to the world signifying that I've accepted uh, to become a disciple of Jesus Christ. Uh, connect with the church. Participate in baptism. But most of all, participate in studying the word of God. Growing in God's word.
If you'd like to join us here at the Friendship Church, as always, you may call us at 803-648-9290. Someone will um, contact you. Again, thank you for watching and being with us this morning. Now, Father God, as we depart from this place, but never ever from your presence, be with us as we travel through this holiday season and the rest of what's left of this year. Provide us with safety, provide us with sanity, and that we might stay sane. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.